Welcome to Nepal Now, the podcast where we discuss new ideas and initiatives to move Nepal forward. My name is Marty Logan. This is another episode in our series Nepal Then and Now, where we catch up with former guests. Before we do that, I have a request. We know that the show has some dedicated listeners because they've been saying really positive things about us, which have been passed on, and it is very encouraging. But honestly, we need more subscribers in order for the show to be sustainable and to keep producing these episodes. So please take a minute, two at most, to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That will help more potential subscribers find us. Karma Tamang gave up a solid career in Germany to enter politics in Nepal. That's not a path many of her fellow Nepalis have followed or are likely to tread, given the reputation of politics here as a dirty and corrupt practice. When we spoke to Karma in 2020, she explained what motivated her to take such a unique path. Not only did she leave her job, she began to study politics and is currently working on a PhD. Karma told us that she feels all Nepalis have a duty to dedicate themselves to the country, even temporarily, especially privileged ones like herself. She chose politics because from abroad she learned quickly how it played a role in everything that happened or didn't happen in the country. More than a year later, and after just completed municipal elections, Karma, who is now the leader of Nepal Bibekshil Party, sounds more upbeat. She is positive about some of the outcomes of the polls, including the elections to high-profile positions of independent candidates. None of those who ran from her party were elected, but as she repeated, Bibekshil has always described its approach as similar to running a marathon, not a sprint. One note before we start. Near the end of our chat, Karma says that the party hasn't decided yet if she will run in November. Well, I have an update, which I will share at the end of this episode. Please listen now to my conversation with Karma Tamang. Karma Tamang, welcome again to Nepal Now Podcast. Thank you, Marty. Thank you for having me again. So I'm quite sure you told me when we talked in 2020 that, you know, your vision for the party, uh, Nepal Bibekshil party, is more of a medium-term, long-term one. Um, so I'm assuming that you didn't have candidates in the recent, just finished local elections. Is that right? No, we did have candidates. You did? Oh, okay, okay. So t- tell me about that then. Tell me how that went. When, when we uh, registered the party uh, directly after that, uh, we had several discussions whether to... Um, run or not but then uh, we had um, candidates uh, we had members who wanted to contest so we went ahead with uh, 14 candidates but the, we knew what the result would be but even then uh, the members were very excited to uh, run under the name of the party and uh, with the elections symbol okay okay so i'm guessing reading between the lines um, they weren't, no one was elected. Yeah. But overall, how, do, I mean, how would you gauge the, you know, the, the performance, the, the, how they were treated by the, the voters? 
because we only had uh, two months or uh, actually only one month, we didn't have much time for campaigning. So whatever votes the candidates got, it was more or less the family uh, members and, and those who knew the candidate. So we, we did not have the time to go to the mass. And uh, we also have not done anything as a party yet. So it is all, um, expected that uh, they wouldn't get much votes. Uh, even then, um, the candidates were excited to run because uh, they wanted to make the name of the party and the election symbol uh, known to the public. Okay, and, and even afterwards now, they're still excited, they're not discouraged or anything? Not, not really discouraged, but of course, as a candidate, one hopes that uh, one has more votes, uh, but they're ready to work for the next five years and then run again, most of them. Okay, okay. And what's your assessment more broadly about these recent elections? I mean, obviously, one of the main talking points is the number of independents who were elected, and another one could be the number of women who uh, weren't elected, or at least their numbers were lower than anticipated. But in general, what are your thoughts? Um, It makes me hopeful. A lot of things were same, but few changes were encouraging. And like you said, one of them is really the wins of the independent candidates. And um, for us, it shows that the citizens are ready for a change. And given the right opportunity, given the uh, right candidates, uh, the citizens do opt for the better choice, irrespective of the party. So uh, that makes us uh, very hopeful. And especially in Kathmandu, uh, Balendra Shahs and Sunita Dangol's win has a special meaning for us, Bibikshir, for, for the Bibikshir movement as a whole, because we see this as a continuation of Bibikshir, uh, putting the 21-year-old 20, Ranju Darshana as a mayor candidate five years back. We believed that youth can bring change. We believed in uh, youth leadership. And we know that uh, Ranju got more than 23,000 votes. So the current Kathmandu election result is also a huge tribute to the late Ujjal Thapa, the founder of uh, Vivekshir movement. This gives us hope and motivation to continue what we started years ago. uh, And we're still uh, continuing it uh, under the name of Nepal Vivekshir Party now. Right, right. Okay. And... I mean, Balin Shah, for someone my age, I, I didn't know him before the, the campaign, but he was amongst younger, many younger people, uh, very well known. He was, he was a name, he's a musician, um, and, he, and he had a following. Are you thinking of trying to find candidates who are more high profile like him, or are you going to continue doing what you're doing. I, I'm, I'm kind of assuming that having such a, whole, a high profile hasn't been a priority for your party up until now. Both no and yes. Like, we, we, we need faces. We need political face, or how do you say diplomatically? We need people who can uh, bring the message of the party, right? I mean, uh, address the youth or different ages properly. So that... That is important, but uh, in the same time, uh, we have to think in long term as well. Bibikshu has always said that it is a marathon, (laughs) 
another sprint. So we have to prepare um, leaderships for the future. So that means um, winning election is one thing. This is just half of the race. I mean, you have to be able to deliver as well. So we have to prepare leaders who are fit, who are skilled enough, who has a who has a vision and also the proper skills to implement this vision. So all these things uh, are taking into consideration. Yeah, Vivekshir is thinking on a long-term basis, not just the upcoming election. Right. And so in that sense, the way you just described it, would you also agree that, you know, having Balin and Sunita there, um, and they're, you know, they're obviously now going to be scrutinized very quick, uh, very closely, you know, is this a test for them, obviously, but also for a larger movement, like a, a youth movement? Is it in a way a test for the Bibekshil movement as well? If they succeed, then people will be more willing to give your candidates a, a chance. Um, yes, yes and yes. <laughs> Everything yes. <laughs> and on top of that, I think it is also uh, a, a challenge and as well as uh, an opportunity for all the change seekers. I mean, it does not have to be a political party only like us, but also uh, normal citizens who believe in change, who believe in youth, who think that we have had enough. Now we do need to do something. We need to do something. So I think this is a very good opportunity and also a challenge. So we have to balance that. We have to help the youth. We have to help uh, others. We have to coordinate and collaborate so that uh, they are successful in their tenure. And uh, I mean, two are not enough. I mean, we, we had uh, winners outside Kathmandu as well, but this is just the starting point. We need these kind of candidates everywhere. And not only that, they have to succeed in their tenure. So that's another challenge. Right, yeah, because as, as you mentioned earlier in the last elections, there was that at least one candidate in Kathmandu and I, I think others throughout the country who came close this is the first time where really um, this new generation has been successful. So it really does feel like a turning point um, that everyone will be crossing their fingers and, and um, you know, hoping can be fulfilled. So then looking ahead to the November elections, which are the elections for the central government and provincial governments, what are the plans for your party and yourself personally? Even if Bibikshu movement is almost a decade old, uh, Nepal Bibikshu party is just six months old. So our goal is modest, very modest for the upcoming provincial and federal election. We will have candidates li uh, like during the local election, but only in few constituencies, uh, few selected constituencies. As a whole, um, our real work begins after the election, so this elections uh, is for 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 us uh, an opportunity um, to make the party's agenda more visible. During the election, one has a chance to go to door to door and make campaigns. So we will we shall use the upcoming election to bring the agenda to the door of the citizens, and also lay the foundation for the party according to its long term vision. So that would be our goal as a party. 
And I, I personally would like to help make better policies, um, especially for women, children, and uh, minorities and vulnerable groups. And uh, I think we need better policymakers, more better policymakers. So I'm thinking of running for federal election, but uh, we have not decided yet as a party. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's very interesting. <laughs> um, do you have a, a deadline by when you would have to decide? Or? Uh, we had a meeting uh, last weekend and we decided, okay, uh, there will be candidates and uh, we have uh, identified the constituencies, uh, but there will have to be more discussions like uh, strategically what makes sense, whether to have as many candidates as possible or just few candidates, but have maybe... Better candidates, I don't know, in whatever terms. Uh, yeah, so maybe uh, within a month or so, we will decide. Okay, and these constituencies are going to be different than the ones where you had local candidates, is that right? Yeah, yeah, it will be different. Is it around uh, Kathmandu Valley or different places throughout the country? Both. We will have candidates in Kathmandu as well, uh, as of now, and also outside the valley depending on the candidate itself. If we have a member who says, okay, I want to run, and this probable candidate meets our uh, requirements, uh, then yeah, so depends. Right, and I saw before the local elections, you were traveling. I saw that you went east, um, and I'm not sure if you went in the other direction as well, but how are things looking for your movement outside of Kathmandu Valley? Um, it's a very slow process. I feel that people are more welcoming to the change, even in uh, Madhya Pradesh. Uh, they know that like taking money for votes is not good. When I when I talked with locals, um, they, they, they were telling me all the time themselves, yeah, it's all about money and it is not good and uh, in the long term. We have to stop it. I, I mean, they were actually telling me this uh, thing. So that, that makes me hopeful for the middle term that things are going to change uh, or take the positive direction. This means that uh, the, the political parties, the, the bigger ones and even uh, smaller ones like the Nepal Bivishu Party has to do a lot of homework, uh, meaning um, we have to have better candidates as well, not just because Nepal Vibhishul Party is new does not mean that we are going to get votes just like that. We have to have good candidates. And uh, the local election has shown that before it was, uh, if the Congress uh, had a good uh, organization or they had many members in certain local area, they would win no matter who the candidate was. And the current local election has shown that it's not that anymore. Even within the bigger parties, they are looking for better candidates. So in the future, and even for the upcoming um, federal and uh, provincial election, it looks like the citizens are aware and yeah, they are looking for actually merit-based candidates. And that's that makes me very hopeful. And it's not just only in Kathmandu. In Kathmandu, uh, it, it already has shown through the votes, but we see in Dharan, we see elsewhere in the West as well that uh, citizens are ready for the change.
Okay, well, it's a very exciting time for uh, for party politics or po politics, I guess I should say, electoral politics. Um, it's a good time to be, you know, starting out building something up. So best of luck in uh, in the upcoming elections and in keeping the momentum going and building this movement. Thank you again for coming on and speaking to me today. Thank you, Marty. Thanks again to Karma Tamang for returning to the show. For those of you who have been patiently waiting or who use fast forward to get here, Karma will be running in November's election in the constituency of Kathmandu 5. Let us know your thoughts about this episode. We are on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook as at Nepal Now or at Nepal Now Pod. If you haven't already subscribed, do so by clicking like, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I'm Marty Logan. I produce Nepal Now, and I will talk to you again soon.